welcome to the Healthy Catholic Moms podcast, where we make moving and nourishing our bodies a priority so that we not only fulfill our vocations, but excel in our callings. I'm Brittany Pearson, a Catholic wife, mom, and personal trainer, and I'm here to help you build healthy habits that actually fit your life. I am here to teach you how to get the results that you want and maintain the results that you want without spending hours at the gym or meal prepping all weekend long. I understand. I am right here with you, getting my workouts done in the nooks and crannies of time, looking up recipes while nursing babies, and trying to prioritize my own health amidst everything else going on. But I have really good news for you. You can get the results you want in less time without doing hours of cardio and restrictive dieting. I am going to teach you how to use strength training and eating in a macro balanced way to get you feeling so good in your skin, full of energy and strong to carry out your life, okay? (laughs) On this podcast, we'll delve into how to lose fat in a simple, sustainable way, what your workouts and nutrition should look like during different seasons of life, like during pregnancy and postpartum times, We'll also discuss healthy, quick meals and how to get them on the table, make food that kids will actually want to eat, mom hacks for making your day run more smoothly, and so much more. All the while with continuous encouragement to stay the course and live with discipline. This is a place where we're striving to steward our bodies well in order to joyfully serve. I am so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hi there, friends. Welcome to today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me. And this is the very first episode I'm recording with baby on the outside. (laughs) So if you're here all the time kind of person and you have been like waiting for this and following along, uh, we were very blessed to have Micah James uh, join us in December, December 5th. His due date was the third and he was due and he came the fifth. So actually he was like my least overdue kid. I know these are estimation dates, but Anyways, he is here and that means that he is, I that hopefully it means a couple of things that one, I should not be as short of breath <laughs> recording. I, we are a week out right now. Um, I had him a week ago and this is my first podcast back recording. Um, but you know, it's not that pregnancy shortness of breath. And then secondly, he is snoozing on my chest right now. So I'm sure this is going to be a mix of baby sounds and nursing sounds and that good stuff. But that is going to be how the recording goes for the next couple months. So I appreciate you making it through the baby sounds and yeah, just super happy that you're here and that we can dive into this today. I've missed getting to record because I had to pre-record a bunch. So here we are. We're in February, the first episode of February. I actually have a freebie for you. Uh, so that's exciting. If you would like to go grab it over on my website, healthycatholicmoms.com. The pop-up should be at this point, 10 productivity hacks for the stay-at-home mom. So you can download it, you can screenshot it, whatever, but that is up over there for you. You can also get to it through Instagram. I have that link in my bio that'll direct you to all the freebies. I have other freebies too. If you didn't know that that was something that I offer, like a pregnancy program freebie and postpartum workout freebie, those kinds of things. So always I, I try to keep them. I have to change out the pop out, of course, on the website, but I try to keep them in the links in my bio. So until that gets to like 35, <laughs> I don't know what my max is. You can go check them out there. All right. So today we are talking about five tips to get stronger in the next month. So in the Chasing Greatness group, which is our monthly workout group, that is the focus this month is getting strong. So if you're listening to this and you're in the group, 
that is perfect because these are things we're going to talk about and that I'm kind of automatically doing for you. Like I'm going to talk a lot about how to format your workouts so that you get stronger. And I do that for you in the group. You know, you just press play and go, or you're reading it off the PDF, but I don't always necessarily explain. I try to, but try to keep it brief in the videos as well. I don't always explain the why or exactly what, if you were trying to do this on your own or personalize it. So for those who are in the Chasing Greatness group, I still think it will be really helpful. And for those of you who are not, who are formulating your own workouts and do want to increase your strength, maybe that's one of your goals for this year. I don't often hear ladies say, I want to get stronger, but a lot of times their goals actually point to getting stronger. So saying like, I want to look lean, I want to look toned. Looking toned means you're building muscle. It means you're going to build muscle and shed fat, right? So that you don't just look big. You don't look skinny fat. I've talked about this before, but if you think back to like health class, you might've had this happen or you might've be familiar, at least from a movie or something where they show like five pounds of lean muscle versus five pounds of fat. The muscle is way more compact and smaller. It's smoother. So there's this big notion that when we exercise, we're going to get bulky. When we lift, we're going to get bulky, but really muscle does take less space than fat. So sometimes what happens is we do bulk without losing the fat and then we are just getting bigger. That's kind of usually more a nutrition issue. That means you are eating in a calorie surplus. That's how that happens. Again, I can help you with this kind of stuff. This could be a coaching call to set up your nutrition plan. This could be a personalized nutrition plan. Got a lot of options if you need help with this on my website. But essentially, if you're just building muscle, you're not going to get bigger, but you still need to make sure you're not taking in too many calories. Okay. Because if I was doing this podcast saying, here's how to gain size and get stronger, a couple of these tips would be the same, but I'd also be saying, make sure you're eating in a calorie surplus. This is like when I used to train (laughs) very rarely, but I used to in-person train sometimes teenage boys, things like that. My husband trained athletes. That's what we would tell them. You're going to do this, this, and this, but you're also going to be eating more carbs, more fat, add more calories than you need to add size. Okay. We are, I don't think most of us are looking for that, but again, you might be looking to just get stronger in general to look lean and toned aesthetically. And then performance wise, maybe you set some goals for this coming year, for this year that we're in (laughs) 2024. And you want to be able to like lift your own body weight in a pull-up or do a push-up, or uh, maybe it's not your body weight, but different things that you want to, you want to feel strong. You want to be able to like lift the car seats out of the car without pain, know that you can move something without asking your husband for help, those kinds of things. It all points to getting stronger and you can absolutely do that without getting bulky as well. I have five tips coming for you, but I want to tell you, oh, actually one more thing before that. So I mentioned the Chasing Greatness group. If you want to just come try that out, you absolutely are welcome to come join us. I have a two-week free trial on the website as well. So that's under the work with me page on my website. You can go to Chasing Greatness Group, try it for free, and you'll see all of these like video workouts and the PDFs for it that are going to point you to getting stronger this month. And you don't have to really worry about planning it yourself. But what I want to read to you real quick, as I also <laughs> segue into nursing, um, I want to read to you real quick from the book Forever Strong. I think I'm going to be referencing this probably a lot this year. I mentioned it as one of my top reads for 2024, must reads, I believe I called it. Um, And I might just do a whole episode highlighting some key facts, but this really just applied right away. If you're like, 
a little bit averse to the idea of getting stronger. Again, hopefully I just put your mind at ease that you're not going to naturally get bulky or get big from it. Muscle is so important. This whole book really, so it's Forever Strong by Dr. Gabrielle Lyon, is very much about why you need muscle and then the how to do it and how to do it well and everything. So this is very early on in the book. I think I'm in chapter one, but already it highlights some of the importance of muscle because it goes so far beyond just being strong or just looking good. So this is again, Dr. Gabrielle Lyon in the book Forever Strong. It says building muscle is the most important safeguard for health because it is the bodily system that will allow us to live our longest, most capable, fulfilling life. The key is metabolic health. By increasing your healthy muscle mass, you not only change your body's physical structure, but also direct how your body uses both food and energy. Then it gets a little bit more sciencey. Stick with me. Through training, you increase the density of muscle mitochondria, the primary energy producing units within almost every cell of the body. This allows your body to use nutrients such as carbs and fats and convert them into energy that can be used to power everyday activities. Training also boosts your immune function via peptides, small molecules composed of amino acids that are released during muscle contraction. That is so interesting. The actual training boosts your immune function. Key peptides can send signals in the body that help fight off germs and reduce inflammation. On the flip side, unhealthy muscle is not only weaker, but also less effective as as a metabolic sink. She goes later out to the book too about how even muscle is not created equal and you can actually have unhealthy muscle in the body as well. And we want to make it as healthy as we can. In essence, last sentence I'll read to you, building muscle creates something like body armor that protects you in all domains of health. So, so, so important. All right. So let's just get to the tips because I could pontificate on that all day and how important muscle is. If (laughs) again, I know I just have trained enough women in 10 years to know that I get the cringe. We want to be like skinny or maybe still is like the word we'll use or lean or toned, but we don't want to hear strong. I get it. I am not out there to look like a bodybuilder. I don't want to look manly. I share all the same sentiments you do. I also know that it, it takes more than just lifting what your heavy is, especially if you're newer to lifting and heavy for you is 10, 15 pounds. You are not going to get bulky unless there's the big asterisk. Cause a lot of people just say, oh, you won't get bulky. You will get bulky if, or feel bulky if you are still eating too much or not the right macro balance, carb, fat, and protein for your body. So if you are way overeating in carbs and under eating in protein, then yeah, you definitely could get bulky, but that's a nutrition issue. That is not a weightlifting issue. Okay. This is like, unless you're lifting deadlifting 300 pounds, maybe you'll get some big traps. <laughs> we could talk about that. I don't think that might be like the 1% of the, my listeners. <laughs> okay. All right. So the five tips for those of us, if I have sold you on that about why you should get stronger this month, here's how you do it. Number one is to shorten your rep range. So if you're usually doing 12 to 15 reps of something or 10 to 12 reps of something, <clears throat> you're going to shorten that up to be like six to eight reps or maybe even less what you're doing because you might be like, Brittany, that math doesn't work out. If I usually say bicep curl, 15 pound dumbbells for 10 reps, should I still just use 15 pound dumbbells and do it for six reps? No, definitely. You're not going to get stronger because you're doing half the work. The idea is use heavier weights and do less reps is a great way to build strength. So 
If you normally do curl 15 pound dumbbells for 10 reps, maybe try 17s or 20s for six to eight reps. So you want to bring that rep range down. A lot of times I just see like ridiculous change in people's physiques. Um, There was one gal who showed me her training plan and she was doing like four sets of 12 of this and four sets of 15. And I just dropped her down to three sets, took down her rep range, brought up her weights. We saw her physique change much more quickly. What I also like about this kind of training is it takes less time Um, in one way and not in another. (laughs) I have another tip for this that I guess there's still like a a caveat there. But think about it. If you're doing three sets of 12, you have to do 36 reps. If you're doing three sets of six, you're only doing 18 reps. So hypothetically, it's taking less time. But again, there is a caveat there. So shorten up your rep range. Use heavier weights is tip number one. Number two is to hit your protein target. If you are doing this successfully, you're using heavier weights, you're shortening your rep range, you're working to almost your max, which we'll get to, you need to support yourself with adequate protein. Protein supports the body and supports the muscle of when you're lifting, you're actually tearing your muscle fibers and then they grow back stronger. You need that protein for muscle recovery and muscle maintenance. So this can be personal. This can vary based on activity, based on how much muscle you already have, all of that. But a really good baseline for most ladies is at least a hundred grams of protein. And you might be listening to this if you're newer here and thinking like, I maybe get like 40 you got to up it sister. And I would suggest doing it a little bit at a time. Okay. That's something that we're probably doing right now in, or probably already a little bit past in our eight week challenge. Cause as we know going on currently kicked off in January, we'll do this again in the spring. If you're listening to this later and want help with this, um, again, if you needed like this personalized to you, that is something you can check out the website for, for just a one-off coaching call or a specific plan. But most people, especially if you're starting out from a lower place, you're going to do well just to start eking up your portions of what you're already eating. If you're already eating, you know, half a chicken breast at dinner, eat a whole chicken breast. If you're usually having two eggs in the morning, have two, have four eggs or have two eggs and two egg whites if you're worried about the fats, but you got to have enough protein to get stronger. Okay. Number three is to lift to your max. Now, this goes along with, you know, you're shortening the rep range, you're using heavier weights, and then you want to lift to where you feel like you almost cannot lift anymore. Normally, I advise lifting quote unquote heavy, and I suggest in my videos and here on the podcast and stuff, lifting to two to three reps short of your max. So feeling like you have two or three left in the tank is my general recommendation when you're doing higher rep ranges, because you, you do need to go for a little longer. So you got to save something for next set. You should lift to like, oh my gosh, I almost feel like I couldn't lift that again. So say back to my bicep curl example, I now I'm doing, I'm trying to get stronger. So instead of doing three sets of 12 with 15 pound dumbbells, I'm going to do three sets of six with 20 pound by, I mean, that's a five pound jump by that sixth rep. I should feel like, whoa, I almost might not get this. If I don't feel like that, I either need to then maybe increase it to eight reps. Like that's probably what I do the first set. If the first set I picked up twenties and by like rep six, I felt like I had two or three left. I would just push it to the eight. And then maybe next time I would try to go up to like 22 or 25 even. I know I'm tossing out high numbers here. I do not curl 25s <laughs> usually. But um, 
And I would try that and see if I could get that for six. It would be better in this case to fail out at like four or five and know that that was really, really your max. Okay. So instead of leaving two or three reps in the tank, if you're trying to get stronger with that low rep range and high weight, you're going to try to lift to your absolute max of, oh my gosh, I almost can't get this. This, I will warn you though, is very mental. I don't like lifting like this just for that reason of, I like to have a set number of reps in my head where I'm like, okay, I stop at 10. I stop at 12. I stop at six. If I'm trying to get to my actual max and I know I have to keep going, I don't like doing that. One example is pull-ups or chin-ups. My husband uh, will tease me with this if we're working out together and we say we're going to go till failure. I always stop when I know I can still get like a complete chin up or pull up. And he's like, no, keep going. Like I should get to the point where I'm trying to do one and I can't physically make it up to the bar. That would know that I hit my max. I hit failure. All right. I think you get that. We'll move on. So number one, again, quick recap, shorten your rep range. Number two, hit your protein target. Number three, lift to your max. Two more tips for you. Number four is to include single-sided work. It's really hard to know that you're getting balanced in your strength. If you're not including single-sided work, it also is a real pain in the butt because it is harder (laughs) physically to do something single-sided. It's also, it takes longer because then you have to do it all on one side, all on the other. I get that. We all love, it was so funny. I'm getting the feedback right now because we are still in December from my ladies in the Chasing Greatness group in the December who are like, I love these workouts because they're fast paced. They're compound moves. We're doing a lot of like combo bent row into an RDL bicep curl into an overhead press, whatever, because the December workouts were designed to be quick so that you could get them done the holiday season. So we just dropped it to three full body a week. I get that. I am raising my hand with you. I love to work out like that. It's fun. However, (laughs) goals change, needs change. If we are trying to build strength, we're not going to build it like that. That's great for maintenance. That's great for quick little workouts. That's the kind of thing where sometimes if I'm in a pinch, that's like my Saturday kind of workout. If even I'm following a strength program, but I need to something quick for a Saturday morning or something, I will just do something like that. If you're trying to build strength, you have, there is a time and place for this single-sided work. And I include it all throughout the year too, but, and I know it's never anyone's favorite. And I I get that. I'm telling you, (laughs) I get it, but it's still important. And that's why it's in there. It's like telling a kid, you know, like I get it. You don't really love eating vegetables. You'd rather eat candy, but the vegetables are what you actually need. So we're going to give you that anyways. It's, it really is like that. I will give you what you need, not what you want. Single-sided work has to be in there to build strength, to keep your body, like I said, symmetrical and balanced. You don't want to be, it's very easy when you start lifting heavier to then compensate with your stronger side. If you're doing something like even a sumo squat or something, and you're holding a really heavy dumbbell down low between your legs one of your, the, the leg side that's stronger and even the upper body that's holding the weight is going to compensate for the other side. If one is just stronger than the other, that's just how it works. When you strip that away and you do one side at a time, you are forced to make sure both sides are equal, both sides catch up. And you're going to notice too, that you do have a weaker side. We all do. Interestingly, it is usually your dominant side that is weaker. So that's like 90% of my clients that I've trained in person and myself that I see what I like say the right-handed and they do something on the right side. It's usually weaker than the left because most of us will like utilize our left side to keep our right hand free. If you think about it. So think about if you're right-handed, you're probably holding your 
toddler or your baby or whatever on your left so that you can unlock the door with your right so that you can cook with the right hand. Like that's what we do often. So that's how it is for me. I am right-handed. My left side's way stronger. So I try to bridge that gap. So you need single-sided work in here, like step-ups, like lunges for the low body, like one-handed floor press, one-handed overhead press for the upper body. You're going to want to include things like that. Last tip, the hard one should be easy, but it's actually hard. Um, Oh my gosh, this little peanut, you know, when they just like pass out post-nursing and they're just like slumped against your belly. <laughs> That's a rare. It's really cute. I, I promise I won't talk about this in every single podcast to come. Just give me that grain of salt because it's the first one back. <laughs> and he's only one week and he's very cute. All right. Last tip is to use rest days and rest times. So back when I was saying that hypothetically your workout would be shorter doing less reps, this is where that caveat comes into play. When you're trying to build strength, you need rest time. I know you're cringing hearing that. You're like, I'm down with every other tip, but I'm going to skip this one. You don't just do not. This is one of those things. It is great. That was wonderful about training people in person because I could force them to take as much rest time as I thought they needed. People don't want to take it. I get it. I'm the same way. Most often I'm telling you, and I'll show you on Instagram and things like, look, go do, you know, superset and use your time and then get right back to this, like I'm all about maximizing time in your workouts, but when you're trying to build strength, this is when you need to have rest time. So you need to find different ways would be my recommendation here and what I personally do to maximize your time. So say, you know, that you have to have longer rest periods. Like say you're doing a set of pushups, you're doing three sets of six pushups, but normally you're already, you already can do that. Say you already can nail six on your toes. So you're going to make it harder on yourself. You're going to make it feet elevated. So you're doing three sets of six feet elevated pushups. You need a good two minutes, two to three minutes longer. It is even fine between those sets. So rather than making the most of your time by like back to back um, exercises, that's what a superset is like pushups, then this, you need to do your push-ups. Then you need to wait two minutes. Then you do your push-ups again, wait two minutes, push-ups again, wait two minutes. So as you can see, that might add a little bit of time to your normal workout time, which means you can compensate in different ways. You can do less exercises. I did that this month. I gave us less exercises. Some days only have three exercises because we need more rest time. But then tip within a tip here, use that rest time to do other stuff. Like Truly, I know we're in February now, but when it was November and December, I would do a set, wrap a Christmas gift, do a set, wrap a Christmas gift. I, I go switch my laundry. I organize something like depends where you're working out, what you're doing, but have something you do. Even if it's you have your phone there, but you're ordering something on Amazon or you're making a to-do list. Like I wouldn't just recommend scrolling because you really can get a lot done in those breaks, but you need the rest time. If I try to go do right now, just to make it clear, I am not doing any pull-ups right now. I will be slowly rebuilding my core as I would recommend any of you do. But say I was going to do three sets of three pull-ups. Okay. I would have to do my three. If I tried to hop back up after 30 seconds, I would definitely fail at it. And I wouldn't get those strength gains and I wouldn't get stronger. I would just feel like, oh man, I only have three versus if I wait three minutes, if I do something else and then I wait 
three to four minutes and I go back to it, I'm going to get those three. You'll see it too. If you, if you normally ignore this advice and you hop right into the next set, I know some of you listening to who are in the chasing greatness group have told me, Oh, I usually fast forward your little breaks. My breaks are there for a reason. Again, think of it. Like if I was really in person with you, making you wait and then saying, okay, go ahead to your next set. That's what you need to treat it. Like I know if you're just standing there waiting, it seems like absolute eternity. So like I said, fill the time, do what you need to do, bring down a book and read for two minutes between your sets. I don't care, but that's what you have to do. All right. And like I said, especially if you're trying to do this with little kids and you're like, Brittany, I only have so much time to work out. That's fine. That's great. T- do the exercises you can and then leave it there. It's It would be more beneficial to do two exercises and actually take the rest time if you're trying to build strength versus do five exercises and only you know, and rush it and you're not going to build strength. So another note on that, because in the chasing greatness group, what we're doing this month, I mentioned how December we were doing these combo exercises. We were doing full body. That is not going to work for, this is a bonus tip for you. (laughs) That is not going to work in getting stronger. You need to at least separate muscle groups like upper body, lower body. But what I did for this month for us is split it further into pull muscles push muscles. So say you're going to work your pull muscles one day, that's your back, your biceps, and your rear delts. Just do one exercise for each, but do it all the way to almost failure and you're going to get stronger. So you don't have to do six exercises. You could just do say a row, a bicep curl, and a rear delt fly, but do your three sets of each of them. Take your rest time you will get so much stronger than if you try to get through six exercises and not take that rest time and like not be able to do it with the heavy enough weights you need to, because you're not taking the rest time. All right. I hope that makes sense. I hope I was very clear again. I've, I think I've told you enough of the resources. You can head to healthy Catholic moms if you want to check any of these things out, but we would love to have you join us in getting stronger over there. Again, that one's chasing greatness group and it's under work with me. You can also get to it um, via Instagram and the link in the bio. And if anything was super confusing on the nutrition side, or you just need a little more handholding with that, again, easy questions, coaching calls are great. And if you need a little more specific, I have plans for that as well. So hopefully this helped point you in the direction. I cannot recommend this book forever strong enough. If you still need more motivation in building strength and next episode, we are going to talk about caffeine and alcohol, helpful tips to enjoy both while reaching your goals. So stay tuned for that one. All right. Thank you so much as always for joining me and for dealing with my slight, you know, baby fawning, fawning over baby at this time. (laughs) I promise to keep it to a minimum. All right, ladies, have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you next time.